This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. It's like a little, a yeah, little kid. Sounds pretty young there. Yeah, now he's all grown up. Yeah. All right. Uh, Big thanks to Zach Osborne and Kyle Cunningham. Zach is efforting to reach our next guest, but I do want to talk about this new schedule announcement with Feld. They uh, the the Supercross schedule big changes. Vegas is not the finale; it's actually the penultimate round. Salt Lake City is going to be hosting the finale, and uh, St. Louis is back on the schedule, but it's round two. A lot of mileage there, Mark. Yeah, I just was running the numbers on it. It's twenty thousand one hundred fifty-five miles, just city to city. And there's a couple of stints in here, like uh, San Diego to Tampa, 2,500 miles almost. And then uh, this is the one I don't quite get. Detroit to Salt Lake City to Denver, back to Foxborough, Massachusetts, which is about as far away from Las Vegas as you can get in the United States. Uh, and then back to Las Vegas. That's just kind of – it seems like they're they're trying to, like you said. <laughs> anyway, I guess that's an oil change between a couple of those rounds. Maybe they're being sponsored by the uh – Oil industry, gas <laughs> industries can helping them out with their scheduling. CarX might be sponsoring for some oil changes. <laughs> so, I don't know. What's the, uh, the the mileage? What's the the biggest run? The biggest run is Foxborough to Vegas, twenty seven twenty seven mileage. And that okay. So the third to last round is 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 uh, out east, and then they go clear to Vegas, and then and then Salt Lake City isn't too far. Well, the week before that, they were in Denver. Then they go to Foxborough. And then back, back to Vegas. So do you lose teams? You know, You're going to. What, what I think is, you know, teams that this season hasn't gone the way we wanted. Are yeah. we going to pour this much effort I'm and telling money you right into, now, time, into I, the deal I'm the telling you the right season? now, there are factory teams, factory teams as, as we know it, that are not funded, that are not, they're broke, and they're in the Supercross series. It's a, it's a big bummer for for uh these these guys when they see this they just go eh. and i wouldn't be surprised if there's some fallout with this that we we lose some uh some real uh you know and 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 if you know what if if they're running on fumes already you know this just might be the final nail in the coffin for some of these guys if if gas the price of gas is the uh the deciding factor you are running a little too thin you're anyway. running too thin anyway however this is nuts i, I i'm I'm uh, um, okay. So we've got we've got Gus on, and uh, she we don't know how to say her last name, so we'll bring her on now. Welcome to Pit Pass. How are you? I'm good. Say your name for us. I'm Gus Rodia. Rodia. Okay, right. just like it's just, just like, like we the, thought. We just want we didn't want to butcher it because yeah. we butcher so many names. We thought we'd save you the uh, indignity <laughs> of that because we've done it to so many people. You are an up-and-coming road racer, currently 18th in the overall standings of the Liquid Molly Junior Cup, and uh, currently 5th in the CCS Atlantic region. Talk about that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I reached the first few rounds of Road America. I did Road Atlanta, um, GIR, and Road America. And um, we're planning on just doing the East Coast rounds for now, and then next season we're going to get out to all the rounds and do a full season. 
So um, my best finish is nine, and I think I get two nine finishes. And um, with CCS, we've been kind of doing that in our downtime. And um, I've been racing against the SV 650s, and um, yeah, I've been learning a lot from them. And um, yeah, running up with those guys is pretty quick. That is uh, impressive uh, as an SV650 rider and former racer. Anybody on a 400 just kind of annoys you if I see them. I'm not happy. I'm doing my job wrong. You're doing your job much better. So <laughs> cheers to you for your abilities on that. So you're running the same uh, Ninja 400 in your CCS com competitions and classes? Yeah. So just get one bike, less setup, and... You end up learning a lot about that one bike. So, Gus, I'm looking at your Moto America profile. I don't want to call Moto America out, but they've really butchered your birthday. They said you were born February 14th this year. Yeah, they did. Did you see that? You've seen that already? Yeah, I posted that on my Instagram. <laughs> you're the youngest racer in history of motorcycle racing, if this is true. Uh, you're I know, right? knocking in at about five months old. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, Tony here, I was, uh, she's clearly aware, but if you look at her Moto America profile on their own fancy webpage, and we love Moto America, and they do a great job of telling the world who all their racers are, they've got her birthday listed as Feb 14 of this year, making her a very young racer indeed. Congratulations. That is uh, <laughs> impressive. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't corrected it. If you put it on your, you said you put it on your Instagram? Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't pick up on that. And Get, so, uh, <laughs> get somebody on the case there. So, where where are you? Uh, where do you reside at, Gus? Where do you live? Um, I live in Hamilton, New Jersey. So I'm like uh, a half hour from Millville. That's my home track. Oh, nice. That's that's a good one. So you get a lot of time on that track, I presume. Yeah, a lot of time. So who got you into motorcycling? You're you're clearly really young, as we've already said, really, really young. Uh, who got you into this sport? Um, I actually started out with NJ Mini GP. So uh, I think I was 10, and I um, got a Series 50, and I went out there. And I was actually really, really slow for my first two years. And then I kind of I went to Heron Compound, Josh Allen's place. And uh, after that, I kind of just clicked, and I just started picking it up. And, yeah, I was really enjoying it after that. So um, then after that, we moved on to Evolve GT and Engine Tractors. And um, I got on one of their rental bikes, and I just, at New York Safety Track, I just tried it there, and I just, I loved it. So I pretty much started there. That's impressive, and uh, good call going to the Heron Compound. That place is amazing. Isn't it? You still get to visit there on occasions? Yeah, we haven't been there in like maybe two years. It's pretty, it's pretty far to ride a mini bike from us, but yeah, it's it's good training. But uh, and it, Josh is just uh, one of the great ambassadors of the sport. We talk to him pretty regular here on Pit Pass. Uh, he's having a good season of it right now. Um, do you, can you reach out to him? I mean, I know that he really is as he is growing. Uh, in, in stature as a, as a seasoned veteran of our sport, he really seems to be going out of his way to help kids that are coming up uh, through the ranks. Does he has he offered that kind of stuff to you at all in any way? Um, yeah, I've chatted with him a few times, uh, just like on Instagram Messenger and stuff like that. And yeah, he's pretty cool. He was actually 
uh, playing Xbox with some of my friends uh, the other night, Joey and Monzi. Um, yeah, he was on Xbox with them, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, Xbox. Nice. nice. Uh, yeah. That is that is cool. So when's your next race? Clearly, uh, you're not going... Uh, you said your next race is going to be just the East Coast stuff? Yes. Yeah, so my next race will be Pittsburgh. PIR. That's a nice place. Um, and you got CCS races throughout the season? Yeah. Um, I can't do the next CCS race because... It's a week before Moto America, and I can't be on the track. So I'll miss that race, but I'll be at pretty much all the rest of them. That's cool. Are you and are you leading any of the, I, I assume, like most amateur uh, C, or most CCS racers, uh, same as any amateur road racer? You run multiple classes on any given weekend. It's not just one that you're running in, right? Yeah, I run... They have a weekend called Twin Sprints, and I end up running like fourteen races a weekend. Yeah, Holy yeah, smoke. that's that's a lot of racing. Uh, do you even go yeah. through? So I'm curious. Do you go through a set of tires? Because you know the lightweight bikes are notoriously easy on tires, and someone your age, probably very small in stature, you're easy on tires. Can you make a weekend with tires, or do you have to do a swap? Um. If it's a twin sprints weekend, then yeah, probably two sets of tires, like one a day. But um, no, if like last weekend, it was just one set of tires. So yeah, that was pretty much it. If you put on a new set in the beginning of the weekend, they should last you the whole weekend. Yes, and that is ve- right there is the answer for a lot of track day people. You want to go go do a track day and not break the bank. Get yourself a lightweight bike because you can make a set of tires last for and, you know you're going uh, sure. real fast. Uh, a day in your life is uh, probably a whole season in most guys' lives uh, <laughs> when you're racing 14 races certainly on any given weekend. So your is your uh, dad working with you on the track? Who do you have doing your wrenching and stuff? Yeah, so um, at CCS, pretty much my dad. Um, we don't make like a lot of major changes, but um. At the, in the Moto America paddock, we have uh, Frank Angel and Artie Meeker. So, yeah, it's pretty cool to have them. They're, like, pretty experienced, so they know, like, what we have to do and all that stuff. So, they you do any, a lot. You do any uh, dirt track or anything like that or, or, or any kind of training like that? Yeah. Every every time there's a um, NJMCGP race, I usually will go to that, and I'll ride my uh, Honda Stiro 150R. Sweet. And um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, dirt track obviously is is uh, great training. All the all the mm-hmm. you know a lot of racers have have come from dirt track or use it. I mean we've we've got Roger Hayden on next, and you know the Haydens are no strangers to to uh, dirt track and that sort of thing. So that's that's awesome. Um, who do you want to thank for uh, helping you go racing? Um. For sure, at Cathedral Event Center, uh, Bell Helmets, uh, 4SR, 4C Racing, um, Spellcaster Productions, obviously my dad, my mom, my family, um, Randy Posh, I'm actually sitting in his house right now. Um, yeah, pretty much my whole pit crew, uh, Frank Angel, Artie Meeker, my grandparents, um, trying to think, IMR Racing, 
they do all the tuning and everything on my bike, so that's pretty cool. And he actually, we have this software, so he can work on my uh, the data from my bike actually from his shop, and we're in the paddock at Moto Mall forever, so it's pretty cool. Awesome. Guys, thanks. Um, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Uh, I just remember Motul, uh, their software device is really cool. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it. Evolve GC track days and then two track days. They get me a lot of track time, so it's pretty cool. All right. Well, we wish you the best and invite you to come back on. Cool. Thank you. All right. We're going to, uh, I know we, and I'm sorry we had to cut short, but, uh, Jack, I know we're going to take a short break, right? And, and, uh, to the top of the hour we got it oh now we have now we don't have to take a break see how we we change things up um pj you've uh we we touched on it a little bit the uh the the race in in germany it was quite the deal um talk about that it was mark marquez really in my estimation the the, the middle of this season is starting to look like the mark that we've seen every other season recently. It seems like he's got the bit between his teeth now and really pouring it on. Um, he's done this in so many seasons uh, that we kind of grow to expect it. Once he really uh, gets happy with the way things are going, he just pushes everybody and to the point of breaking. Um, there are guys that are stepping up and certainly capable of racing with him. But no one's consistently getting uh, getting in front of him and uh, making any headway in the points. So he's got a 58-point lead right at the midway of the season, and that's a lot of points when you're talking about Mark Marquez, barring uh, you know an injury, which you don't expect, uh, but certainly can happen. Mark Marquez seems to be the guy who always manages to come away unscathed. He no stranger to going down the guy puts it into the sand regularly <laughs> right uh, regularly um he saves cr crashes all the time he's just that good so that said um i hope somebody steps up to his uh to his level vinales is coming on for him he had a pretty rough start i feel like to the season and vinales is starting to become a little more consistent Interesting news, Marco Melandri will be retiring this year, too. I didn't mention that earlier, but that's kind of big news. Uh, he's a big name, been in our sport, what? road racing, for a long, long time. But we kind of expected that, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's not. He's I mean, no spring chicken. He old turkey. Yeah, no exactly chicken. right. I was at a sushi place in... Uh, <laughs> he old turkey. Yeah, I was at a sushi place in New York. I, I, we were living in an arena cross. Or we, it was like, we are doing arena cross. I was team manager or something, and... Uh, this lady says, me no spring chicken, me old turkey. It was the most hilarious That's thing. Awesome. And Billy Whitley was there, and I saw Billy down at uh, a race earlier this year, and he brought it up. It was so funny. So, All right, uh, we're, we're going to uh, – that's hour number one. Uh, we've got Roger Hayden and another up-and-coming racer for hour number two. We hope you can join us. And uh, in studio, it's myself, Tony Wink, PJ Dorn, and Mark Bunnell, the quiet one tonight for some reason. But uh, we will be right back. We appreciate you listening. Stay tuned. There's more. Stay ahead of the pack with the latest racing news and interviews from the Hammerdown Racing Report. Your source for regional racing action as well as the national scene. 
Every week, we recap racing action from all around Northwest Ohio and Southeast Michigan and cover national racing series from the world of outlaws to NASCAR. Plus, get all the latest racing news. Join hosts Scott Hammer and Ron Miller, along with different featured guests each week. From dirt to asphalt, we have you covered. The Hammer Down Racing Report, available weekly on your favorite podcasting platform.